0: Hey, everybody, I'm Kelly McEvers, host of NPR's Embedded. On March 9th, we are back with our new episodes about police videos.
1: Shots fired,
2: Shots fired.
3: What did he do to deserve to be killed that night and shot so many times?
2: People see what they want to see. Almost no one can see those videos from a neutral perspective.
4: I was thinking, see the gun, see the gun. Don't kill him till you see the gun.
0: Find Embedded on the NPR One app or at npr.org podcasts. Hey, it's Ophira. Here on NPR's Ask Me Another, we like to do things a little different. Instead of rising from the ashes like a phoenix, we're going down to Phoenix. Phoenix, Arizona, that is. We'll be at the Orpheum Theater in downtown Phoenix on Thursday, April 6th. Information on how to be a contestant and tickets at amatickets.org. We have a great show for you. Our brilliant contestants are warming up backstage, doing split squats and deep lunges, waiting to play our nerdy games, but only one will become our big winner, and our special guest is Big Frida. She popularized bounce, a genre of New Orleans hip-hop, and twerking. I also invented a dance move, by the way, kind of like twerking. It's called lurking. That's where you hang out near the dance floor just silently judging everyone while shaking your ass. Now let's get things started with our first two contestants. Sarah Storm, you are an actor that teaches accents and dialects. Yep. Okay. First of all, what is your favorite accent or dialect to try to get people to learn?
1: Irish, I think. Irish? Mm-hmm. Well, I like that sort of midway point where you think someone's been in the country for a while. Right. It's, like, kind of American, but not entirely. There's a tinge to it. Like, kind of what you're doing? What I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Right. So, wait a second. What is
0: your accent, uh, your everyday speaking accent? Just like this. But you do a little bit of extra, too, and I'm like, wow. Is she visiting, or is she been Uh here or Oh, no, I don't fake the Irish every day. You don't fake the Irish? When you
1: you said you were going to put me on the spot, I thought I'd just jump right in. Yeah, that was great. No, I (laughs) loved it. Okay, what is the rarest of your areas of expertise? I mean it's a specific spot in Ireland yeah I like the West Midlands where it's all sort of um, their T's are a little more whispery their whole thing's in the middle of their mouth yeah it's just a little different yeah I'm I'm there (laughs) your opponent is David Parati. you work at IT
0: at Columbia how long will it be before Columbia University is replaced by an app
4: (laughs) as soon as they develop it yeah yeah if they could soon yeah
0: (laughs) Right? Because why not? You work in IT? You can develop that? Yeah. Okay. Lots of duct tape. <laughs> Lots of duct tape? Yeah. Interesting. Is that how you develop an app? Yeah. I'm very close to developing one then. <laughs> in this game, we ask you to imagine that you have the greatest job in the world and that is being the announcer for The Price is Right! <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. So the answer to every question is something that starts with the word new or sounds like the word new. Jonathan Colton... Please yes. give us an example.
4: All right. If I said, your prize is someone who constantly inconveniences you, you would answer, a nuisance.
0: Yeah. Priceless. A, a, a
4: nuisance, you would say. <laughs> yeah.
0: So to score points, you must channel your inner Rod Roddy and really sell the new part of the answer. Uh, buzz into guess, and the winner will move on to our final round at the end of the show. Here we go. The first item up for bids, he's a genuine GOP Speaker of the House who brought his contract with America to the Hill in
1: 1994. Sarah. Newt Gingrich. Yeah, all right, I'll give that to you. Yeah, exactly.
4: Here's a lovely prize. Sneakers from this company founded by a man who is inspired by the way chickens stand on their feet. Sarah. Guessing
1: here. New Balance? Yeah, that's right. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Good guess. Clearly free-range chickens. (laughs) We were joking around that we thought chickens were really into Reebok Bok.
4: (laughs) I was not there for that joking around, but I'm sorry that I missed it. It sounds like it was a good time.
0: It's the best... Time to spin the big wheel. To find out how many calories it contains, check out this label required by the FDA on all packaged
1: foods. Sarah. Nutritional guidelines?
0: <laughs> I like that your uh, Rod Roddy has a little bit of like, maybe. Um Puzzle Guru Archung, how do you feel about that answer?
5: We're actually looking for the title of the label that you see on every box. David, can you steal?
4: Nutrition facts.
0: Yes, indeed, Nutrition Facts. Without going over, can you name the 90s indie band that recorded the album In the Aeroplane
1: Over the Sea? Sarah. Neutral Milk Hotel. That is correct.
4: Here's a special something for the art lovers out there. A cubist and futurist painting by Marcel Duchamp. Well, let
5: Mm -hmm. me give you a hint. Uh, If you squint at it, it kind of looks like a naked person walking down some
1: steps. Nude descending a staircase. That is correct. Yeah! The woman posed for that always
0: just goes, my name's (laughs) Shelly. Just just call it Shelly. Why don't you just call it Shelly? Nude descending a staircase. Shelly leaving her house. (laughs) If you're a fan of incredibly small things, you'll love this subatomic particle. It goes great with protons and is guaranteed to carry no electric charge. David. Neutron. Neutron is correct, yes.
4: This is your last clue. 62-year-olds will love this prize. Inside joke with that one guy in the audience. (laughs) Enjoy FDR's extensive recovery initiative from the 1930s that gave us Social Security. Sarah. New Deal. You got it. Puzzle Guru Art Chung, how did our contestants do? They
5: did great in a tough game, but congratulations to Sarah. You're moving on to the final round at the end of the show.
0: Let's meet our next contestants. Kate Hanley, you are an administrator at a university and take circus classes. I do. Hmm, I like that. What drew you to circus classes? My daughter took them, and the chairs there were incredibly uncomfortable. So when they had um, a level one adult aerials class, I said, well, I should do that instead of sitting in an uncomfortable chair. Yeah, so you're flying around in the air? Kind of, a little bit, yeah. Like, what are you doing? Oh, so silks, where you, you know, you climb up, and you flip upside down, yeah. and you slide down, and the trapeze, and I'm taking a handstand class, so. A handstand class? Yeah. Is that, so you're, you're walking on your Not hands? Not yet. Okay. I'm but still, you know. <laughs> that's kind of amazing. Has it made you, uh, these skills approach life in any different way? You know, um, yes, I am deathly afraid of heights, so I have been able to um, conquer that fear. So, yay. Wow. Oh, yeah. well done, Kate. Yeah. Your opponent is Jenna Poor. You are currently on a staycation. (laughs) Yeah. How long is your staycation uh, going for? Uh, For as long as it takes for me to find a job. Ah. (laughs) I see. Jenna, what is something you always forget? Uh, How to be on
6: time. Okay.
4: (laughs) And you you want me to hire you? (laughs) you got to take that off your resume, Jenna. That's not going to...
0: Jenna has a creative mind. She calls unemployment a staycation, and she forgets to show up on time. (laughs) Kate, what's something you always forget? Well, as a woman of a certain age, I just started using reading glasses. I have ten pairs, and I don't know where they are. (laughs) (laughs) Not not a one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I look forward to that. I look forward to that. (laughs) Your game is simple. It's called, Did You Ever Notice?, I'm going to ask you questions about things you've seen many, many times. There are only two possible answers to each question. Buzz to answer. Be careful, though. If you guess incorrectly, your opponent automatically scores the point. Here we go. Red or white, what color is the bottom stripe on the American flag? Kate. Red. <gasps> that is correct. Yeah. Because if it was white, how would you know when the flag ended? It would just go on. Left or right on the Apple logo, what side is the bite mark on? Jenna. Right? That is correct. Yeah. And according to the designer of the logo, he put the bite mark on it so people wouldn't think it was a cherry. Oh. There you go. Right, because nobody bites cherries. No. (laughs) I know. I, I always thought the Apple logo was a little cherry. With a, a small mouse took a bite out of or something like that. <laughs> no, 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 who no. thinks that? No. Numbers or Roman numerals, which are on Big Ben's clock face? Kate, numbers. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Roman numerals. I know it's very old. It doesn't take selfies. <laughs> three or four? How many dots are on the Domino's pizza Domino? Jenna, three. Three is correct. Yeah. They represent Domino's three original stores. The original plan was to add a dot for each new store they opened. <laughs> they thought it would just, I guess, end at... That really sets a limit right <laughs> no, there, right? six. Yeah. It would just be over. It would just be done. Oh, well. Yeah, it turns out 10,000 stores. They just kept with the three dots. A crown or a wreath of laurels? What is the siren in the Starbucks logo wearing on her head? Jenna. Crown? Crown is correct. Yes, indeed. Made of lattes. Yeah, you can clap. Couple more. Right or left, in which hand is the Statue of Liberty holding her torch? Jenna. Right. Right is correct. Yes. <laughs> oh, right, other hand, she's holding a tablet. Inscribed with the date. If she was made today, she'd be holding a vape pen and an iPad. (laughs) Yes. Sad. Yes or no? Does Mr. Monopoly wear a bow tie? Kate? Yes. He does indeed. (laughs) Yes, he does, yeah. And he's building a wall. Building a wall between Marvin Gardens and Waterworks.
6: <laughs>
0: People at Connecticut
4: Avenue are going to pay for it. <laughs> <That's
0: right. laughs> and this is your last clue. Hearts or spades in a standard deck of cards. Which is the only king who does not have a mustache? Jenna. Spade? I'm sorry, it's Hearts. Yeah, the hearts one does not have a mustache. Who needs a porn stash when you're the king (laughs) of hearts? (laughs) Great game, Puzzle
5: Guru Archung. How did our contestants do? In this 50-50 game, Jenna was the more observant one. Congratulations!
0: You're moving on to the final round at the end of the show. Coming up, we'll bounce off the walls with Big Frida, Queen Diva, and we've got a bootylicious music game, so stay tuned. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and you're listening to Ask Me Another from NPR. support for this podcast and the following message come from 1-800-DENTIST. If you've had dental work done, you know it's important for your dentist to have the latest technology. Dentists with CEREC, that's C-E-R-E-C, can create high quality crowns in just one appointment, making your dental experience easy, fast and as comfortable as possible. Over 9 million people have used 1-800-DENTIST. To find a dentist with CEREC, call 1-800-DENTIST and speak to an expert or book your appointment online at 1-800-DENTIST.COM slash ask. We'd like to say a quick thank you and share a message from one of our sponsors, Green Mountain Coffee. Green Mountain Coffee is passionate about making a smoother tasting cup. Their expert roasters and tasters sample, sip, and carefully craft every blend until they're sure your cup is smooth and perfectly balanced. And now, as a special listener promotion, get $4 off when you buy two boxes of most Green Mountain Coffee K-Cup pods at Keurig.com. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, here with puzzle guru Art Chung and house musician Jonathan Colton. It is time for a little game we like to call Stump Jonathan Colton. Mm-hmm. This is where we ask house musician and college graduates Jonathan <laughs> Colton. <laughs> Not to brag. About a piece of trivia we found on... The internet.
4: Okay. I already have questions, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) So here it is. When Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin walked on the moon in the gentle year of 1969, Mm -hmm. they wore spacesuits.
4: That's a good idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Developed by a company best known for making what everyday piece of clothing? You just have to guess.
4: All right, so people, what, what what clothing items are there? Shirts, mm-hmm. that's a kind of clothing. It is sure. Pants.
0: Oh, I love pants. Socks. <laughs> One
4: of my favorites. Underwear. Now, underwear is interesting, and Isn't I'll it? tell you why. Why? Because underwear at least has some uh, elastic qualities. Okay, All so right. there's a little there's a little structural thing happening with underwear. You got to know a lot about elastic. You got to know a lot about stitching. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you don't want uncomfortable stitches near your whats wuzzets. So I, I'm going to say, uh, because it's an interesting answer, Yeah, I'm going to say underwear.
0: Okay, that's good. Do you want to go with any specific kind of underwear under the umbrella of underwear? Uh,
4: yeah, okay. I, I, I do. Yeah. I'm going to say not boxers. No. You know what I'm going to say? Hey, what? I'll tell you what I'm going to say. Here is the field of clothing where you have to know a lot about materials. Uh-huh. Ladies' underwear.
0: Yeah. I'm
4: talking your brazier. right. Bras. The people that made the (laughs) spacesuit made bras. You
0: are correct. No, really? (laughs) That is absurd. Yes. The International Latex Corporation, known by its consumer brand Playtex, because the suits were made from the similar nylon and latex used in the bra-making process. They were Um, (laughs) push-ups. And they loved those spacesuits bet they did. You can wear them for 18 hours and they're still comfortable. (laughs) It was like hook and eyes all the way up the back. (laughs) If you've heard a piece of trivia that you think will stump Jonathan Colton, share with us on Facebook or Twitter. Now, please welcome our special guest, the Guinness Book World Record holder for the most people twerking at the same time, author of the memoir, God Save the Queen Diva, and star of Fuse TV's reality show, Big Frida, Queen of Bounce, it's Big Frida.
3: How y'all doing? Yes, my New Yorkers. Big Freedia, Queen of Bounce. You better believe her.
0: (laughs) So Bounce uh, started in New Orleans roughly just over two decades ago. Yes. And when was the first time you experienced it?
3: Well, it was in middle school. And, um, you know, I was listening to DJ Jubilee um, back then. And it was just so phenomenal, like, growing up and listening to Bounce music and seeing all the pioneers that started it and now to be a part of it. It is just such an honor for me and I'm so humble and so blessed for it.
0: When did you know that you wanted to be part of it? Like when did you go, This is what I wanna do as an artist?
3: Well, when I said that I didn't wanna work no more <laughs> <laughs> You know, for nobody else. I'm yeah. gonna work for myself. And um so once I, you know, started to take it seriously, I, you know, started to really focus on my music and Really get in the studio and put some work in, and I just stayed on the grind.
0: Yeah, and and for listeners that don't know, you know, bounce is a, a subgenre of hip hop. It's a faster pace. It's call and response. Yeah, and people dance to it. You have dancers on stage with you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, demonstrating if people don't know what to yes, do, yes. Uh, twerking, yes. uh, whatever. What, so let me ask you a couple questions about twerking, since we all know about twerking. It is, it is a. It's uh, just
3: one of the vocabularies in the the history of bounce twerking. Right.
0: So first of all, can anyone twerk? Yes. Do I need special equipment?
3: No. <laughs> do I need special clothing? Uh, well, it would help if you have more comfortable clothing versus something that's really tight. So I do recommend that it's, you know, loose joggers or something that you can move in and you feel really comfortable about it.
0: Now, I know there's the standing, sort of squatting, twerking. Yeah. But there is also on all fours, kind of doing it in the air like in a sort of spread eagle push up position.
3: Yes. And then you can put your legs on the wall and flip it and do it upside down. Wait a second.
0: If you're just starting out, a novice, should you start?
3: You should definitely start at home in the mirror.
0: (laughs) Before you take it out to the clubs.
3: I mean, but I tell people all the time, um, mirror is your path to getting it right. You can see yourself in the mirror. You can see how you want your body to move. Everybody wants to look sexy when they're dancing, so that mirror will be you know, that reflection of yourself, how you will look in the club. So definitely use the mirror at home.
0: You know, I do comedy, and I always, I hate calling myself a female comedian. I prefer to say I'm a comic yes. who just happens to be a woman. Yes. And you have said very clearly that, you know, you're not a, a gay artist or a, a gay musician. You are an artist that happens to be gay. Why yes. is that important to you specifically?
3: You know, because people always want to put us in a box. They always want to put us in a category separate from everybody else. Uh, first and foremost, I'm human. I'm, I'm a person. I am a artist. And I'm an artist who just so happened to be gay. So I tell people that all the time. You know, it was an a interview that came out, and they titled the, the interview Sissy Bounce, right. which kinda of put all the bounce artists in a certain category. But you had all these straight artists were saying like, I don't do Sissy Bounce. So it started this big conflict in New Orleans where all the straight guys were thinking that we were trying to, you know, change the name of bounce music. No, it's all bounce music together. We don't separate it. We're all equal. We no matter if you're straight or gay. And that's how we look at it. Uh-huh.
0: Were they saying the feel or sound of Sissy Bounce was different?
3: We just go a little bit harder and different, you know. (laughs) uh, We're just more fierce with our sound, and um, I can't help that.
0: No, you can't. Congratulations on the fifth season of your Fuse television reality show. All about your life.
3: That's another blessing in my life, you know, um... When season one started, you know, I never would have thought that I would be at five seasons. I really, you know, work hard when we put out the show with the production company and, you know, like, they invade my life for a few months, and it's, you know, a lot, a lot of work. I can't and, even
0: imagine just the logistics of that, where people... Like, how do you live real life and get things done within that time period with well, cameras on Well, that's you? the
3: thing about my show. It was so real. They follow my real life. Yeah. And... As I'm recording a show, I'm doing real things that's making my life changing, steady working on my career. So it's so fun to have it all documented at the same time.
0: But, Big Fred, I have to ask you, because there are situations where there are conversations between two people, whether it's your boyfriend, now uh, husband, uh, talking (laughs) to your uncle, or it's your managers talking, where you're not in the room. So are you watching the dailies and going, what are they saying?
3: I was. Really? <laughs> yes. Because Wednesday, I, you know, I hadn't, what I like to do is I like to be surprised as the audience is being surprised, yeah. you know, and I was shocked. I'm like, <laughs> I'm pregnant. What? <laughs> you know. So it was just like so funny just watching them too, and, you know, <laughs> It was just crazy. Are
0: you ever like, let's retake that moment from my life?
3: <laughs> I, I do. I sometimes definitely. Really?
0: And they're like, that's okay. We will retake it. Or do they go, no? That's that's
3: how it is. That's how it is, baby. Oh,
0: I love it. Real
3: TV. Yeah. So they want the juicy.
0: Now I imagine it was a kind of cool moment uh, in your recent past to get contacted by Beyonce.
3: Oh my God. <laughs> it was like you're featured in Formation. Yes. That was, you know, such a blessing for me when she called me up and was like, you know, telling me about the project and she wanted me to be a part of it. It was just like, I was at home, I died and came back to life. (laughs) You know, you don't usually get a call from Beyonce, you know, so... So that wait a was... second, your phone rings, you, you look at the number. Well, first it was her publicist called and said, Beyonce want to speak to you, is it okay to give her the number? I'm like, what are you, is it okay? What the hell? <laughs> yes, like, call right now, why didn't you let her call first? <laughs> so um, she called and she was just like, You know, I have this project that I'm working on, Formation. I'm shooting everything in New Orleans, and I want you to be a part of it. So they sent me a little, very small snippet. It probably was like 12 seconds. Yeah. And it was like, don't tell nobody. Don't say this. Don't say this. Sign this. Sign that. I was like, okay. And um, so I went to the studio, um, me and my DJ, and I did like verses and... and (laughs) Um, so I sent it to them, and they was like, just hold tight.
0: Wait a second. They, he, they were just like, improv, whatever you want?
3: Yeah, they was just okay. like, it, whatever you want. Like, yeah. she just gave me the concept and, like, go off and do whatever you want. So she called back. She said, now, I love what you did. Now give me some New this stuff and just talk. And I just was like, I did not come to play with you hoes. I came to play, bitch. So... It uh, just came out of her saying, "Like, uh, not talk," <laughs> and that's what I felt like saying. <laughs> you guys had some text exchanges as well, right? I lost that phone, child, last uh, week. Are you kidding me? I did, honestly, on a plane. Well, I guess we just have to get
0: Beyonce to text you some more. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. That's right? You got to yes, keep it call going. Yeah, more text. So after that uh, video comes out and the song comes out and probably gathered a lot of new fans from that. How did, did you feel like it was a really pronounced change in your career?
3: People definitely, you know, everyone around the world had saw a different change in my career. And my career steady is growing and only God knows where it goes (laughs) from here. And I'm just like, I continue to stay humble. My job is to keep Making all walks of life come together through the power of ass. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) And you know, we all have a purpose in this world, and that's my purpose. Big
0: Frida, can I ask you would you be up for helping us with the Ask Me Another challenge? Sure. All right. Big Frida, everybody. Let's meet our next two contestants. Allie Harris, your crowning achievement is naming a nail polish color. That is true. So um, my partner's uh,
5: dear friend from way back when, uh, happens to in a cosmetics company, he won something that was, you know, the idea of these, these very natural tones. And this one was very um, brassy looking and, and sparkly. And I said, Copperhead. And that was it.
0: Thank you, Allie Harris. I appreciate your contribution. To beauty culture. And your opponent is Abby Malone. Your crowning achievement is that you once ran into Paul McCartney.
6: Yes, I did.
0: Was he wearing Copperhead?
6: No, but he was only in a bathing suit.
0: He was only in a bathing <laughs> suit?
6: How long ago was this? I mean, a few years okay, now. Okay, a few years but ago. But I mean, he's still much my senior, but I still love him.
0: Yeah? So much. <laughs> well, your game is the music collaboration the world has been screaming for for a long time. Big Frida plus Jonathan Coulton. Finally.
4: That's right. We have taken Big Frida's song, I Heard, and changed the lyrics to be about things that bounce (laughs) (laughs) or can be bounced on. (laughs) Buzz in to guess what we are singing about, and the winner will go on to the final round at the end of the show. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. These things are bouncy, yeah I heard, these things are
0: bouncy,
3: yeah I'm Frida, my wisdom you need her, it's down in Australia, these mammals they breed her, to jump so high, it's big feet they need her, their moms got pouches so babies can feed (laughs) her. Allie? Kangaroo? Kangaroo is
0: correct. I just want to interject to say this is one of the weirder experiences. <laughs> it's
3: pretty a, surreal, I gotta there's say. There's a
0: lot of different things colliding at once, uh-huh. and I think it's creating love. I just uh-huh. want to let okay. you know I that. Agree. Awesome. I
3: agree. Let in the club, because they feel my reach. Uh. Yeah, I'm on the list. I don't need a screech. Uh. Security guy won't let you reach. Uh. I don't have an ID. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Abby. Bouncer. Yeah, bouncer
0: is Bounce correct. Bouncer is
3: correct.
0: <laughs> Frida, do you still get ID'd when you go to clubs?
3: Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of that. <laughs> he got fans in the pool for Piglet's nervous ain't he awesome flow. Extreme optimism is MMO. What does he do best? Uh-huh, you already know.
4: Abby.
1: T I double gut er. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, extra points for the obscure way of saying his name. Yeah. Tigger from uh, Winnie the Pooh. I will score just like Steph Curry. On the court where dribbling is key. Orange feel through the hoop it will be. I'll slam dunk. Just pass it to me Allie Basketball You got
3: it Yeah <laughs> It's made of fabric Stretched over a frame And how does it work Well, it's physics by name Kinetic potential And energy The gamer It jump up and down And springs to blamer. Allie Trampoline yeah. Trampoline That's right I got cash, yeah, loaded with dough You are so broke, have nothing to show uh, Accounts over drone, yeah, your funds is low uh, A fee from the bank, cause them you gonna owe uh... Allie uh, Either
5: a bounce check or uh, a bounce limit Bounce check Bounce check is correct
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Just say as many things as you think it might be And if you get one of
6: <laughs> <laughs> them, we'll give it to you
0: You start listing now Ophira, how did our contestants do? Congratulations. Allie, you will be moving on to our final round at the end of the show.
3: Before I go real quick, it says... Yeah, I'm Frida. You better believe her. Or you could just call me a worldwide diva. I had to show you. You wouldn't believe her. Quint of this shit. I started at Caesar. When I'm in Rome, they gave me my visa. I try to come home. They gave me my visa. You try to get on. Well, I could teach her you. You're doing it wrong. Bye, Felicia. Yeah!
0: new book is called God Save the Queen Diva. Her show on fuses Big Frida, Queen of Bounce. Let's hear it one more time for Big
3: Frida. Thank y'all so much.
0: Calling all trivia divas and quiz queens. If you think you can conquer all subjects, apply to be a contestant on our show. Just go to amatickets.org, and we'll give you the royal treatment. Coming up, we'll find out what you know about your home state, and hip hop goes to the movies, nerd style. So stay tuned, I'm Ophira Eisberg, and you're listening to Ask Me Another from NPR. (laughs) Support for this podcast and the following message come from Chipotle. For 23 years, they've been committed to sourcing the best ingredients they can find – prepping them with care, and cooking them using simple recipes without the use of artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. They spend hours marinating, seasoning, and pampering the ingredients to perfection. Whether they're hand chopping, hand slicing, hand dicing, or hand mashing, the ingredients at Chipotle get the royal treatment every day. Hey, do you love podcasts? I mean, you must, right? Because you're listening to one right now. If you can believe it, some people still don't get podcasts. So here's what I'd like you to do. Think of someone you really care about. And now think of a podcast you could recommend to them. Then tell us what you recommended to them with the hashtag tripod. That's hashtag T-R-Y pod. Thank you so much for helping spread the word. This is Ask Me Another, NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, here with puzzle guru Art Chung and house musician Jonathan (laughs) Colton. Let's meet our next two contestants, Joey DeGrandis. You work as a marketing PR writer for a tech firm, and you have highly superior autobiographical memory.
2: Sounds fancier than it is.
0: Okay, so for those of us who don't know, what is that?
2: <laughs> um, so if you give me your birthday, I will tell you the day of the week. And I can also, like, if you give me a random day, I can say something that I was doing on that day.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. So if I say, okay, uh, I don't know, March 20th, um, 2002.
2: It's not NPR appropriate. <laughs>
0: Has this ability ever helped you in life in a way that was remarkable? Well,
2: I stood in Times Square once to get money for the ability, to be clear. Uh, I said, uh, if you give me a dollar for every date that I get right, uh, that was the way I advertised my ability. And uh, a woman from Philly said, I can't date you, I live in Philly. And I said, no, like calendar days, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: How much money did you make?
2: Seven dollars.
0: That's good. Your opponent is Dave Parsons. You were an Air Force pilot. Now you're a middle school science teacher, and you keep strange animals in your classroom. Eh,
4: they're not strange. Got a tarantula. We've got uh, water turtles. We breed mice for genetic experiments. And, uh, also How got lovely. A... <laughs> <laughs> we have a king snake, and I also have a colony of uh, bearded dragons that, well, we don't breed them. They do that themselves on a pretty regular basis. <laughs>
0: Uh, This sounds kind of like the best science class of all time. You must be very popular. I am with the kids. You are with the kids, not with the parents? Yeah. How about the school board? All right, very good. You're going to play a game called State the State. I'm going to read you a list of clues associated with the US state, and you can buzz in to interrupt me at any time to guess the state I'm hinting at. But be careful, if you guess incorrectly, your opponent will get to hear additional clues and therefore have an advantage. And the winner will move on to our final round at the end of the show. Here we go. The first telegraph message was received here. The message read Who hath God wrought? The response, new telegraph. Who dis? (laughs) No guesses. How about this? It's where you can go to a football game and meet the school mascot, Bill, who is an actual goat. It's where Francis Scott Key was inspired to write the star-spangled banner. Dave? Maryland. Maryland is correct. Yes. Pretty good. All right, here's your next question. It's where Jack and Ennis smooched in Brokeback Mountain. Joey. Bold move.
2: Oh, right. Yeah, we had three other clues. Um,
0: Yeah, Yeah, but that's okay. Can can I unbuzz? Nope.
2: (laughs) I'm going to say Colorado.
0: Colorado. Good guess, but not what we were looking for, but an excellent guess. All right, let's see if you can get it, Dave. It's the first state that gave women the right to vote. I know a lot of women got excited. If you like your personal space, good news, this is the least populated state. And if you're into bison, who isn't? There's a big one on this state's flag. Wyoming. <laughs> Wyoming is correct. Ooh, wow. Yes. Okay, here's your next clue. Are you a morning person? Supposedly this state's Cadillac Mountain is the first place to see the sunrise in the continental United States. Dave? Maine. Maine is correct. Yes. <laughs> Alright, here's your next clue. People in this state consume so much jello, it's the official state snack. There's a town in the middle of the state called Lavon, which is naval backwards. It's like the state's belly button. <laughs> 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 it's the state that brought us the Osmonds. Oh Lord. Dave. Utah. Utah is correct. Whoa! Yes. All right, this is your last clue. If your relationship ended thanks to a heated game of Pictionary, blame the state where it was invented. Cinnabon was founded here as well. If you like high-rotating restaurants, this is the place to be. Mm-hmm. It's the state that gave birth to grunge music. Joey. Um, Washington. Washington is correct, yes. All right.
5: Puzzle Guru Archung, how did our
0: contestants do?
5: What a fun game. Congratulations to Dave. You're moving
0: on to the final round. Let's meet our next two contestants. Brandon Blaine, you're a DJ. What is your DJ name?
2: Uh, Darth Vader.
0: No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, it is. Where do you usually DJ? Um, all
2: over New England, yeah, some New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, all do over. Do
0: you do like private events, weddings, sure, yeah. engagement parties? We yeah, yeah. right. do a
2: little bit of everything, bars, nightclubs, whatever.
0: And your opponent is your wife, yeah. Ashley Blaine. <laughs> Ashley, you work at a nonprofit and think your daughter will do just fine in the zombie apocalypse. She'll do very well. That's an She's interesting... She's a fierce little being. What's her main advantage over the zombies attacking?
6: Um, I think she will will them to death, yeah. as she does me. Yes. <laughs> so she will she will annoy them out of She will talk them out of it. She will just will her way right to the top of the post-apocalyptic world. Okay. Uh, How is she doing in
0: the non-apocalyptic world? Pretty good. Yeah? Pretty good. How old is this daughter? She's three and a half. Okay, three and a half. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Lots of room, lots of room. (laughs) Brandon, if you could be a multi-hyphenated artist, you know, what disciplines would you combine? I mean, like, singer-songwriter, actor-director, producer-writer, what would you choose?
2: Well, I'm already DJ, so it would be like DJ-producer, then kind of actor, probably.
6: DJ-producer-actor? Yeah, sure. I like it. I like it. How about you, Ashley? What discipline would you Uh, combine? I think I would be a foodie slash escape room artist because I love the escape room. You love the escape
0: room. What do you like best about the escape room experience? I've never done it.
6: I like the challenge and the time and the competitiveness. So you're in a room and you have to figure out how to get out. Correct. I feel like that is my everyday. Like
0: (laughs) 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 Maybe. I don't... (laughs) Drake... Mark Wahlberg, LL Cool J. Not only are these three of my close personal friends, but (laughs) they are also hip-hop and rap artists who crossed over to become actors. So that is the inspiration for this game. Puzzle Art Chung, please explain.
5: So in this game, you're going to mash up movie titles with the names of famous hip-hop or rap artists. So if I said veteran cop Denzel Washington mentors Ethan Hawke about the album Three Feet High and Rising, you'd answer Training De La Soul. Training day plus day La Soul. Yeah. yeah. That you can, just happened.
0: Yeah, you're, this is what's happening. Yeah, yeah. You can yep. talk it out. That's sure. my uh, tip to you. Don't be intimidated. Ring
6: in. Talk it out. Don't be intimidated against the DJ, no. Don't not, be intimidated. not
0: a bit. Right, no. exactly. You'll be fine. <laughs> you've escaped out of harder things. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> actually,
4: you've gotten out of rooms.
6: Exactly. <laughs> That's right.
4: So you can get out of anything. You can
6: get out of
0: anything.
4: Here's another tip. The movie is always going to come first in the mashup. Okay, Okay. here we go.
0: In the second Star Trek movie, Captain James T. Kirk faces off against the only person with a bigger ego than himself, Yeezy. Brandon?
2: Wrath of Kanye West?
0: Exactly, yeah. <laughs>
2: Thank you.
0: <laughs> Not too bad, right?
4: Yeah, it's fun. In Tim Burton's stop-motion dark fantasy, a rapper nicknamed Miss Demeanor gets her yuletide freak on. Ashley,
6: the Nightmare Before Christmas, C. Elliot. That's
4: right. Yeah. It's
0: fun, right? Yes. I love the term Yuletide freakon. I feel like (laughs) I just I see like a, a Connecticut woman, you know, housewife who is throwing a, uh, a Christmas party that she's really excited about. Like she's an like, eggnog party? Yeah, yeah, right. She's like, we're gonna get our Yuletide freak on. <laughs> she's like, too excited about it. We're really going crazy this holiday season. <laughs> in this sequel, Anna Kendrick and Rebel Wilson compete in an a cappella competition against a hologram of this California love rapper. Brandon.
2: Pitch Perfect Tupac. Shakur?
0: Yes, that's right. I wanted all of it, and you delivered all of it. That is the premise of Pitch Perfect 3. Adam Sandler,
4: playing one of Satan's sons, must save his father using the infectious beats of Super Bass and Anaconda. Brandon. Little
2: Nicky, Minaj. That's right.
0: Yep. Are you a fan of uh, Adam Sandler?
2: Maybe it's like 10, 15 years ago, yes, yeah. but anything new is just garbage.
0: Are you a fan of... Uh, Sorry. I, I don't think that's an unusual yeah, opinion. Yeah. Being Jewish, we uh, we don't believe in Adam Sandler. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm half Jewish,
2: so I only like his earlier stuff. So That's right, exactly. <laughs>
0: This rapper and Oscar-nominated actress helps Helen Mirren's Elizabeth II bring down the House of Windsor. Helen Mirren's Elizabeth II. Puzzle guru Archang, do you want to uh, step in here with a hint? I don't have a hint. Ah! ah.
6: <laughs> Oscar-nominated actress. Helen Mirren. Yep, Helen yep. Mirren.
0: <laughs>
4: Elizabeth was a.
6: <laughs> I think I have half of it. Keep going. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
4: Well,
0: Rapper. And then, then rapper. Bring Down the House is the... Uh, yes, Ashley.
6: Do you want to talk it out? Elizabeth Queen Latifah? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, well, the movie. What's the name of the movie? Do you know the
4: name of That's the movie? That's a great question, Art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic question. In many ways, it is the question. In some ways. <laughs> you have put your finger right on the question that... Is that hand right now? <laughs> I don't think we can accept that. Are you
0: kidding uh, me? Well, she doesn't know the movie. Oh. Brandon, do you know the movie?
2: Yeah, I got nothing.
0: Really? Yeah. All right, we were looking for the Queen Latifah. <laughs> the oh, Queen, God. Queen Latifah. I know. I know. You know
4: what? You can, you can protest later. You can protest later.
0: In the mind of an 11-year-old girl, Amy Poehler personifies the emotion of joy, and Andre 3000 and Big Boy are the voice of the Dirty South. Brandon.
2: Inside Outcast.
0: Exactly, yeah. Good job.
2: You'll be happy
4: to hear that this is your last clue. (laughs) (laughs) MCA, Ad-Rock, and Mike D. help Belle teach a monster to love, but not before rapping.
6: Listen all y'all It's a talking clock
4: (laughs) You're welcome America Ashley
6: (laughs) Beauty and the Beastie Boys You got it Plus our
5: chung Our married couple Which one of them Will move on Well there's no escaping it Brandon was the winner Of this game Congratulations You're moving on To the final round Thank you very much
0: Now we're going to crown this week's big winner. Let's bring back Sarah, Jenna, Allie, Dave, and Brandon to play our final round. (laughs) Puzzle guru Art Chung, take it away.
5: Thanks, Ophira. This final round is called Floral Arrangements. Each answer will contain the name of a flower or flowering plant. So, for example, if I said, it's the British singer who recorded the album's It's Not Me, It's You and Jesus, you would reply... Lily Allen We're playing this spelling bee style So one wrong answer and you're out You only have a few seconds to give me that answer The last person standing is our big winner Your prize is an Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube And an autographed copy of Big Frida's memoir God Save the Queen Diva Here we go Sarah This ship landed in Plymouth, Massachusetts in 1620
1: The Mayflower That
5: is correct Jenna, this Disney princess took a magic carpet ride with Aladdin. Jasmine. That's right. Allie, champagne and orange juice cocktail that's often served at breakfast. A mimosa. That's right. Dave, it's a 1988 dark comedy starring Winona Ryder and Christian Slater that spawns such memorable lines as, what's your damage? Ooh. I have to give you three seconds. American Any Beauty, I don't know. No, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Let's see if Brandon knows. Wallflowers? No, that's not what we're looking for. Let's see if Sarah knows the answer. Heathers. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> we quickly have to say goodbye to Dave and Brandon. Jenna, this journalist is one of the anchors of CBS This Morning and has his own interview show on PBS. I don't know. No, shaking your head. All right, let's see if Allie knows the answer. This journalist is one of the anchors of CBS This Morning and has his own interview show on PBS. Three it's seconds. Not Dan, rather, but Dan Rather is not a flower. <laughs> Sarah, if you know the answer, you're a grand winner.
1: I'm racking my brain, but I don't think I do.
5: All right, three seconds. <laughs> Sorry, time is up. We were looking for Charlie Rose. Jenna, the video for this Australian pop star's hit, Fancy, was an homage to the movie Clueless. Oh. (laughs) No answer. Sorry. All right. Step aside. Let's see if Allie knows. Uh, Uh. The video for this Australian pop star's hit, Fancy, was an homage to the movie Clueless. Oh, I hate her so much.
4: Um. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. Wow, puzzle guru, our chunk
5: throwing throwing some (laughs) shit. All Al, Ali, if you don't know, you can step aside. Sorry. Sarah, if you know the answer.
1: I also dislike her intensely. It's Iggy Azalea. You are the correct! Congratulations, you're a winner.
0: Well done, Sarah. You're asking me another big winner. Congratulations. Thank you so much. That is our show. Thank you so much for playing for bonus games and stuff that's too hot for radio. Look us up on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe to our podcast on Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. Come see us live or be a contestant. Go to amatickets.org. Ask Me Another's puzzle guru is Art Chung. Hey, my name anagrams to Narc Thug. Our house musician is Jonathan Colton. Thou Jolta Cannon. Our puzzles were written by Scott Ross, Mary Tobler, and senior writers Kyle Beakley, Greg Lightman, and Karen Lurie. Ask Me Others produced by Keanu Fitzgerald. Mike Katzeff Travis Larchuk Julia Melfi Denny Shin and our intern Ashlyn Hatch along with Anya Grunman We are recorded by Damon Whittemore Mike Cohn and Jeff O'Neill Ask Me Another was created by Eric Newsom and Jesse Baker We'd like to thank our home in Brooklyn, New York The Bell House Hot Heel Blues and our production partner WNYC I'm Harape Pagonias Vera Eisenberg and this was Ask Me Another from NPR (laughs) Now, I know if you made it to this point in the podcast, you are a fan of our show. Thank you so much. So why don't you do us a favor and rate us on iTunes or better yet, leave us a review. Your support helps other people find our podcast. Thank you. Next time on Ask Me Another, we talk to comedian Judy Gold about her life in comedy, her podcast Kill Me Now, and we quiz her on some of her favorite 70s sitcoms. Plus, we worked overtime to bring you a Samuel L. Jackson game that will adhere to all of the FCC laws and regulations. So join me, Ophira Eisenberg, for NPR's Hour of Puzzles, Word Games, and Trivia.